Check out your movie, lounge on your couch, watching the stars while you slouch. Now you can listen to what they'll say. It's Easton and friends bringing the couch critics your way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Critics. I am your host, Easton Moore. With me uh, is the uh, original crew again with the practical co-host himself, <laughs> Trevor yo, yo, Landis. Yo. That's me. What it do in the crib tonight, people? What's happening? What's moving? What's the shaking? Crib. Trying to keep it fresh over there. Fresh Prince. That's right. Uh, and then the all-time guest, uh, Tristan. Well, don't sound so sad about it. <laughs> I'm not sad about it. Uh, what I am sad about is we were supposed to have a fourth person here, but we couldn't quite make it work out uh, schedule-wise. Uh, he's just real busy with school and work and everything. You but, need to break uh, his kneecaps for your boss? I don't think so, but you can keep asking every time there's an issue with someone. <laughs> Will do. Uh, this is actually take two of this uh, first part of the podcast because uh, last night the Chiefs lost and I was very depressed, and so it was a very depressing episode in my opinion. So we're we're resetting and redoing it. Yep, uh, a little rewind. Uh, so uh, this week we are doing Dune, which is Dennis you Feinstein. Can, not Feinstein. Doing the same exact thing, man. Dennis, I can't say his last name. Villanueva. Yep, I won't. I, it's never gonna Villanueve. happen. Villanueva. Good old DV. Um, Fine. Villanueva. Yeah, yes. Progress. Uh, can't even say my favorite director's name. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you haven't really don't know much about the director, he did Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He did Prisoners, uh, Sicario. Easton, you love all of those movies. I do, in fact. I think there's a reason why I call him one of my favorite, if not my favorite. I think Ari Aster's still up there, and Ridley Scott's up there, and I don't know. There are a couple. Is he though? Who Ridley Scott? Yeah. Is he? Gladiator is one of my favorite movies. Okay, okay, the okay. original Blade Runner is one of my favorite okay, movies. Okay, okay, okay. The original Alien movies are fantastic. Uh, you want to keep going? Yeah. Well, the Martian's go. okay. No. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, one of my favorite actors. So I was really excited to watch this movie. Sorry, our dog is biting himself and he won't stop. Um, yeah, I was really excited for this movie. Um and so I think we should just go straight into general thoughts, uh, which honestly, uh, there probably won't be much to the spoiler part of the review because, uh, spoiler, there isn't a lot that happens that <laughs> you can spoil uh, in this two and a half hour movie. Um, but uh, we're just going to go ahead and get into some of our general thoughts. So, Can we spoil how good Oscar Isaac looks in this movie? Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Looks very I mean, good. you guys going to man crush over him again? Uh, I didn't really have a man crush on him before this, but that salt and peppered beard and hair. It's the eyes for me. Really? He's got those hard but soft eyes. And that kind of fits his character too in this. He's Mm -hmm. a very hard militaristic man, but has a soft side for uh, his family and his family and his witch wife and his witch wife, which isn't a bad thing, by the way. It sounded like it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. I thought our house was falling apart there for a second. <laughs> Sorry. I was slapping my hand against the wall. <laughs> um, yeah, Oscar Isaac was a I don't know, very 
attractive man. In a very movie. handsome gentleman, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, I think we call him Daddy Oscar Isaac or something Ew. like that. Daddy, Daddy Oscar. Daddy Oscar um, no. was his nickname for the movie. There you go. Um, what? He's a dad. That's weird. Not just a dad. He's Daddy Oscar. A daddy. So weird. <laughs> um, he did look good in this movie, though. Oh, yeah. Yes. See, look, you know. You I'm know not. What's up. I'm not about to call, call him, him Daddy. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not going to do that. Well, we aren't scared. He's Daddy Oscar. That's right. <laughs> Good old Dio. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I guess we could talk about the acting since we're already there right off the bat. Was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Timothy good. Chalamet was uh, great. Uh, I think he was a perfect fit. Um, I, of course, we should preface this with none of us have read the book. Ethan, don't be don't, so modest. That's right. Be honest. You've read I have this. read a total of 10 pages, so uh, the knowledge I have of Dune is very vast. And so uh, I will talk down on you because you guys aren't <laughs> to my level of your Dune knowledge. Uh, but no, that's a joke. But the, you two also haven't even seen the original movie. Right. This was just that's coming correct. in completely blind to the source material. And I came in, obviously, watching the original back uh, a few years ago. I bought a Blu-ray copy of it and watched it. And then... Um, and then your 10 pages. And then read 10 pages. I bought You're the book. You're basically an expert on Dune. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, honestly, the 10 pages that I read is basically what they got through through the, the movie. So <laughs> uh, that's not 100% true. But it, it took about 35 minutes to get through what I read in 10 pages. <laughs> So, uh, very entertaining there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Timothy was great. Uh, I think, uh, Aquaman, um, Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa. and also um, looking great. David Batista, Dave Batista. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone was casted wonderfully. Yes. Tristan is really trying to figure out who Dave Batista was. He was a white. He was the like the, the white pale, guy. Yeah. yeah, the pale guy who was the warrior of the other clan. He he's a part of the planet that had the the the, the really big guy. What's it called? The dust who floated the, the spices. They had the he's the wait the the creepy looking guy. So there's the creepy looking guy, but he's like the second in command to that <gasps> creepy guy. Polka dot man. No, oh. no, it wasn't him. I know what you're thinking. Polka Man <laughs> is in this. Yeah, yeah he is. But I that's know. the same. That's the right clan. Dave Bautista okay. was the warrior of that. Clan. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Drax. guys. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, you're trying okay, to figure okay, out who okay. Dave Bautista was. <laughs> I thought you just couldn't remember who he played in the movie. No, I, I, <laughs> I would have said the guy from Spy and and Gar- my bad. Yeah. My my bad. Uh, everyone was I think casted wonderfully and all did really well. Uh, but I think what steals the show of this movie is the set design. The set design, uh, cinematography, uh, and sound, yeah. and visuals. I guess yeah. that's I would four agree. things. Yeah. Um, like the acting is really good and everything, and the characters were great. But this movie is just visually wonderful to watch, uh, and the sound plays a huge part in that. The sound is what kind of guides your emotion and guides the like. There's not a lot of. St- story i guess yet like it's just kind of it's kind of just setting stuff up yeah and it's it's kind of setting stuff up for for future parts um and what gets you like engaged in this movie is the the visuals and in the sound and there's there's not a whole lot out outside of that other than um 
them kind of showing you and revealing the the site like this world's technology mm-hmm. um i think they did that really well yeah. uh dune has a very interesting um i don't know technology and sci-fi yeah bits yeah. i don't know like how they travel and then like mm-hmm. how they fight all of that is very interesting and so vastly different than what like anything we would do now like a star wars or a star trek oh yeah, yeah. very like normal of swords or lightsabers and guns that shoot and kill like it's very wildly different than that and i think it's interesting to like have a movie that goes against your normal like it's hard to come up with an idea that's so vastly different than what you're used to like war right. has always been fought with projectiles and hand-to-hand combat stuff and they kind of i mean obviously they're still like melee still weapons, that, but it, yeah. But it's just vastly different. Well, and this has a kind of a medieval format to it, not in the case of what we would know, like other sci-fi movies I'm thinking of, where it's like all these kingdoms on a planet, but it's like each planet is its own kingdom, and they all are yeah. much like a, the galactic emperor, yeah. uh, not so different from Star Wars. and Yeah. They, saying, uh, the way the hierarchy of the system is built is very medieval meets fan- or medieval fantasy meets sci-fi. Yeah. And I, oh, go ahead. Speaking of, oh no, why is it that all of the, all of all of the people in the command are just pale, that's male, disgusting-looking people? That's just that house. Those those people were. That's the way they. No, I mean. I mean, there are lots of different movies. Are you talking oh, about Daddy oh. Oscar? With a nasty... <laughs> no. She's just saying, like, it tend, like there tends to always be a pale, nasty-looking villain or person. Mm, sure. Yeah. Not just this movie. And it is disgusting. I, I once read that, like, the, the best way to make something horror is to take something familiar that people are aware of and twist it in some way. So if that's... If that, that just kind of makes me wow. remember. That kind of reminds me of that, like, because because they're just human. I mean, they all look very human. That was one cool world building thing I really enjoyed was that I got the feeling that like this wasn't a bunch of different aliens. This was the human race has because the year is like ten thousand one hundred six yeah. or something yeah. like that. So it's like all these humans have spread out to these different planets, and over these thousands of years. They've, they've become aliens in exactly. the sense of that they're not human anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't the, know if that's exactly what it means, but that that yeah is kind of what it looks like. And like the the Dave Batista's Batista's race is like very pale, and when we see their planet, it's very dark, which could have just been night, I guess. But and then the people in Dune, um, all are a little Wait, darker tone. Wait, there's a tone. place called Dune. No, I'm sorry, no. uh the planet where the desert is. I don't okay, know okay, its name. Okay. I don't, that's one thing about this movie that I do think is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's, it's pretty hard to remember planets and um, names. And the only reason I remember the name Atreides is because we talked about it last night. And so that's, that's what I remember. Two, I don't remember. Arrakis is the planet. Okay. Yeah. But like they're blue eyes and darker toned. Um, and then you look at Paul, um, the main Timothy Chalamet's character, yeah. his family is all they look medieval esque, and their planet yeah. is like it looks like Scotland basically. It's all greens yeah. and overcast and skies mountains and, and stuff. Mount, yeah. yeah, so I I liked that aspect of of this world. That and, and this this movie does a good job of I think making it feel like 
it's dropping us in a, in a place and time that already exists. There's no like lead up to anything. It's just like it feels like this has always been here. Yeah, yeah. It this movie felt like when I was watching it, it felt like I was watching a Star Wars movie. If that makes, I don't know if that really makes any sense. But, yeah, it does. Um, but it seemed like a mix of Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, of just it's. I don't. I don't know. I, I just remember watching it and thinking that it, they're they're building such a vast, like, universe mm-hmm. in this movie, or like maybe what these movies are going to be, um, which I've really only seen from one other franchise that created something so large, and that was Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Star Wars has created like the largest fantasy or fake universe in, I think, in history. I could be wrong. There could be other ones that are that are bigger of course middle earth has huge lore to it but yeah. i always feel like star wars has just an ever-growing amount yeah. of lore and well and i and something that both those movies have in common i think that they have also has in common with dune is that it feels like even though we're watching on screen what's happening in front of us whether it's star wars dune or or lord of the rings it feels like there's always something happening somewhere else. Like yeah. you're not getting the whole story. You're always only getting what we see on screen right there. Yeah. No, that's that yeah. Because um there's just like little lines here and there that just kinda like set up this world. Uh the fact that there's ten houses and Atreides not a yeah. Atreides is one house. That's what Oscar Isaac and Timothy Xiaomi mm-hmm. are. And then there's an emperor that rules the ten houses. But it's a f- very fragile ecosystem that we find out. Um, and I don't think this is spoiling anything. It's just kind of sh- showing the, yeah. the world here. Yeah. Uh, if I do start going into something, <laughs> tell me. But um, Well, and there's groups that aren't even a part of that. The 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 all-woman group or whatever. Yeah. They're, they're not a part of the houses, but it's very obvious that they are a concrete staple of this world. Oh, yeah. And they're like... Uh, almost like parasites in these other houses. Like right. they've embedded themselves for thousands of years in these other cultures to try to cultivate this chosen one. Yeah. Um, which all of that's kind of explained early. And I think very well, I think what I like about the movie other than the visuals and everything is that it's, it explains stuff like really fat. Like it's all very fast and you have to pick up on it, but it's explaining so much in like, I want to say a short amount of time because it's two and a half hours, but there's just so much being given to you. Like this is probably the most dense movie I've ever watched. Yeah. Um, I just remember every word that was being said had a ton of weight behind it. Every scene meant something drastic. And there's not a lot of dialogue in it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's all dense. It's all very dense dialogue. Um, Yeah. And I, don't remember squat apparently because you guys are talking about stuff I don't even know that happened. But my problem with sci-fi movies is that I just can't remember. You can't and remember. I don't, I don't pick up on stuff. I it can't also sounds things. like you don't like you. I think you said this yesterday that it's hard for you to place yourself in it. Yeah, and that's what kind of takes you out of it. Yeah. And it's harder to like pay attention stuff when you don't feel like. Mm-hmm. You could be there or something. That's and probably why your favorite yeah. movies are Nacho Libre and uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Of course. Very relatable. Or White Christmas. And, yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of some other stuff, but I can't. 
Rambo. That's what I was thinking of when you were saying that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's very easy for you to put yourself in that yeah. world or whatever. Um, yeah, it's like... I'm sorry. Did I you just say relate... it's very easy for you to put yourself in the world of Rambo? Yeah, because he has... Um... PTSD? Yeah. Oh. I think... Has... It, I, I just meant because, like, this is obviously a... Like, this is just the 80s. And, sure. like... It feels like a like a net like a world that I can relate to. Okay, it's like and it's then like on top if I of can't that, relate have... to something in it, then they just and she know. can't Goes relate over my head to a mom that is just this weird witch yeah. person that a mom that tells really her son to command to her witches. to do things. Yeah, <laughs> that threw yeah. me for a loop in the beginning <laughs> when she's like command me and i was like oh what is what is happening <laughs> i mean yeah if you have no idea and like did the, did the yeah. voice make sense to you it did yeah okay. i mean i mean it explains itself pretty quick in that scene yeah um there are some really like staples of dune that i think they did really well um at least that's just like not i'm not like talking about my 10 pages of reading i'm talking about like i've <laughs> i've read up about dune since watching the original because i really like the source material and then i didn't actually read the book because that's <laughs> too much work because it's like a 550 page book sure and i think it's just like the movie where it's it's super dense like it's yeah. it's a hard read too yeah. um at least that's what i've been told the first what i read wasn't like awful but nonetheless um sure. like the staples of dune are like the the armor that they have, quote unquote, the energy uh, shield, yeah, thing, and yeah. the voice, mm-hmm. um, and of course, uh, uh, Arrakis and the in the spice, and mm-hmm. I think the, those three things they did phenomenally. And, and speaking I, of speaking of dense dialogue and like dialogue you can't miss, it's like a one sentence explanation with the spice. They're like. And here's and in the within the sands of Arrakis are the spice, and here's what it does, and we're never gonna mention it again. Yeah. So if you miss yeah, I it, I had no clue. If you miss it, you don't like it's it. Never gets brought back up again. Yeah, it's how they they have intergalactic travel, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's a it's a medical like spice for the people of Arrakis. Right. They've been using it for centuries for healing and whatever. And they That's don't tell they you get this. Their blue eyes. Yeah. Ayo. The blue eyes is just the exposure of the spice through a long period of time. Right. Um, but uh, we looked this up afterwards because I was pretty sure, but I was 100% sure. And it doesn't say it in the movie. The worms are what creates the spice. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They poop it out. I don't know if they poop That's it disgusting. out. That's <laughs> disgusting. I don't know if it's poop, but they are I the ones like that it's create it. Poop. Yeah. I or just like secretes from their pores. I was about to say that. Yeah, I don't know, but because she was like, they eat so much sand, and they I'm do. like, but I think that's how the spice is created is through the. Maybe uh, we a lot of sand. <laughs> Every time that it, the worm opened it mouth, its mouth, I just felt sick of that much sand in my mouth. Like those worms are that's terrifying. Oh yeah. Every time, I, every time they were on screen, it is well just because like this is this this is a spectacle and. I'm very glad. So Easton made me watch, and I say made me because he did. I made, did. Yeah. Made me watch Blade Runner 2049, Sicario, and Arrival. Arrival. And I'm very glad I did because it definitely gives you a scope of like what Dennis Villanueva, no, uh, what his like ability to do on screen is. And so I felt like I was already like in that mode of this is what I need to look for. This is because this is what he does kind of thing. 
But it was but in terms of the worms and the spacecraft and not necessarily a lot of like geographic shots, not a lot of landscape stuff. But there's a few, but no, that's not well, the majority. Well, it's just of sand. What's there to show? Well, there's a cut like they show the that's city beautiful. where Dave Bautista's from, and they show some other stuff. But um, yeah, yeah it's where very... House uh, House Arrakis. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where like it shows their planet in a couple of shots. It does show the vastness of of the desert a yes. few times, and the city that they're extracting. I'll tell you the spice from. What? Now I will say there's there's one thing that I didn't. I wish the scope was a little bit more in ratio, if that makes sense. So do you remember in like Rogue One when we see the Death Star being constructed and we see a, a, a Star Destroyer and then you see the Death Star behind it and it looks yeah. massive? Yeah. I kind of wish I would have seen more stuff like that in terms of the worms. Um, well, it shows you one. It does show you one, yeah. It shows you with the, the vehicle. Well, or that, no, when it's when, in the person. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That is that is one. But I I wanted more of an action shot, I guess, rather than. But I mean, that's very nitpicky. This was still great. And this is also like like I don't know if we've said it or not. This is a part one. Of yes. A, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a two movies, three movies, four movies. I hope it's at least three. Six movies. I don't know about that, but I hope it's at least three. Because and then thirty years later, nine movies. No. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's at least three parts. Um, because yeah. there's so much more to still get into, um, which is what a lot of people have said is you got that from your ten pages. There's still so much more to get into. No, I mean just <laughs> you can t- yeah. Well, you can just tell from like the way that it ends that there's yes, yeah. so oh, yeah. much more to to be told in the story that another two and a half hour movie doesn't feel like it's gonna. Get, at all. Yeah, especially if this is the pace that they went with. Mm-hmm. They would have to like speed race through the rest of it to get through it all. It, and that doesn't make sense after taking such a slow approach in the first one. And yeah. it being such a success. People have absolutely loved this movie. There are a few people that are very upset with uh, maybe how slow it was and mm-hmm. how it ended. Okay. Um, but most of the stuff I've seen has all been positive. Okay. I don't, and we talked about this a little bit off air. I don't understand why people love this movie so much. Not just this movie in particular, but the Dune, the Dune-ness. Just Dune in general. People (laughs) eat it up. They love it. I absolutely love the material. And I think it's because it's such a well done sci-fi. Okay. And I think it's hard to get those. Like, uh, like sci-fi worlds especially this vast of one is like really hard to to do mm-hmm. um like star wars is obviously one and you can think of like maybe alien but like that's a very it just started to be yeah like more of a world instead of just a sure. horror movie and then like blade runner but that's only two movies mm-hmm. and it's um and it wasn't even really a world until blade runner 2049 it was right. just a movie about deckard and in the first one and so I think it's just so hard to get just such rich, good sci-fi material. Right. Um, and I was talking to Tristan about this. I think what gravitates people to Dune, and it sounds stupid, but is almost is the economics and how well they like integrate that. Sure. And how fragile the economics is of like a galaxy. 
mm-hmm. because you see movies, other types of movies where it's just like, we don't talk, I mean, you just don't talk about it. Yeah. Like Star Wars, they don't, I mean, they talk about the money and like the clone wars, I guess. Yeah. But it's more of just, we're borrowing money from the banks and we're bankrupt. But like this show, like, I don't know how much you guys have seen the clone wars, but that's oh, what the they TV say. the show? Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. I that's Attack of the Clones is the movie. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah. The Clone Wars. They they talk about you know funding the Republic and all of that, and sure. and they get into a little bit of the money side of it. But this, at least what I've seen so far, this movie sh- talked at least a little bit about that, and I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. And it showed just the. I think I've said this three times already, but just how <laughs> fragile, um, yeah. a universe, economics can truly be, especially yeah. when it's all coming down to a spice on one planet mm-hmm. and how you have to mine and go go about that especially with such a uh rich like people yeah not rich as in money but not financial but the culture is yes rich. Yeah. yes and just strong like hardy people yeah like uh um i think that one of the was it uh jason moa his character i think says that they're the hardest people i've ever fought oh yeah yeah and he looks because, like obviously because, a beefy guy yes yeah, yeah, sorry i keep wanting to a beefy spoil guy. Stuff, <laughs> yeah yep oh <laughs> okay I, that's just why i think people love it so much and uh and i think it's just because it's such a wildly different like concept sure of like Everything coming down to this one planet. Yeah. And like the whole entire universe, like all of it comes down to this one planet and who controls it and who gets to mine it and who can fight off or befriend the uh, yeah. Arrakis people. Or well, like and there's that. a little bit of, we, we won't get into it, I think it's spoilery, but there's a little bit of um, of, a, of a corrupt plot yeah. also happening in the yeah. background. Yeah. And... Uh, there's just like a lot of subtle um, changes. I think you said that with, like, that's what people find scary is just like a subtle change to something that's yeah, to something that's normal, normal. Maybe. Yeah. And I, I don't know if they do it to scare people, but right, humans in this are just slightly different than what a normal human would be. Yeah. And you have just these slight changes. It's, I mean, I see it almost as like, uh like Lord of the Rings where there's wizards and there's elves yeah, and yeah. dwarves. All they're humanoid, humans, yeah. but they all have a slight difference to them. This yeah. one, they all, I mean, they all pretty much look like humans. There's no pointy ears or anything. I guess some of them are pale, but yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I can't, uh, but I I am 100% all on board on, on as much Dune as I can get. Sure. I was so happy that they remade, remade the first one because it was not great. I thought it was supposed to be fantastic when I watched it. I'm like, this is not great. It's more just weird. <laughs> well, and I, I, I said, I actually accidentally ended up sitting next to a former student of mine who, who's now in film school. And when we got done, I remember asking him because we got done, and he was like, "Oh, this is the third time I've seen this, and the second time I've seen it today." And Whoop. yeah, and he was like, "I just love it so much." Like, okay, what well, do you like the original or this one better? And like, without skipping a beat, he was like, "Oh, this one is." A million times better. Yeah, I, I don't think the original stayed on on book very well either. And from what I've been told, this one stays much more. 
stays much closer to the source material than than the sure. original. Yeah. But I don't know how much. I was hoping we would have somebody who had read the whole book <laughs> and was really into them, but I didn't quite uh, wasn't able to do that. That's all right. And I guess even Graham had I didn't know that Graham had read it. But oh really? He, yeah. Oh yeah, because he's the one that told us it was a tri- it was a trilogy or something. Yeah, but he's actually read the book. He said I'm not like He's not all in. <laughs> well, like he like doesn't know everything about it. Oh, sure. He just like read it once yeah. and apparently it's a very dense hard book to read, so like maybe you need to read it two or three times to like really get everything out of it. I need to watch it two or three I, times. <laughs> you know, I, we a friend of ours um was talking uh, from church was talking to me about it on Sunday and oh. I recommended maybe like what what I do like especially when I'm trying to read Shakespeare <laughs> is uh, is I listen to like a play of it so I, I said maybe buy the audiobook and then mm-hmm. read along with it I yeah. think I think people forget that that's something you can do it's not cheating like it's so, you're still reading the book <laughs> I thought about doing that yeah. but I couldn't find any audiobooks that were a direct reading they were all oh, like really like theatrical reproduction kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't a like, I got uh, interesting. It's not unaltered, unabridged. Oh, okay. They were all abridged readings. What does that mean? I'm sure maybe there's something on Audible or something. Well, like that's that. what I looked at. Oh, really? And all I could find was abridged. That's weird. Yeah, and maybe I just wasn't like maybe I wasn't understanding it correctly or something. Sure. But I was specifically looking up unabridged. Because yeah. it would take me much longer than 22 hours to read this book, and it right. only take, it said it only took about 22 hours to read it Some with an audiobook. Are, I mean, if, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, but a bridge <laughs> just means that it's it's shortened to like, mm. um, it's like the Spark Notes version, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not quite that simplistic. <laughs> mm. Spark Notes Spark does Notes. about five paragraphs. It does like half the book. It Spark just Notes takes has out. saved me many an assignment <laughs> in my <laughs> years of school. <laughs> I think our generation all lived off of Star uh, no Spark <laughs> Notes in uh, in high school and yes. some in college. Yes. Not much in college for me, but there yes. wasn't really Spark Notes for the books we were reading. So. Yeah, kind of same here. Yeah, not it, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, with uh, Butler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other. I, I don't know how much. Uh, what else we we got here. Uh, we wanna... The music in this is fantastic. Yeah, Hans Zimmer yeah. stuff. Um, it was all fantastic. And I think it sets the mood immediately. It like within the because that's the first thing. There's the little thing at the beginning. It says like there's that little quote that says dreams are the calling of the deep or something yeah. like yeah. that. Tristan almost missed that. And I'm like Tristan, <laughs> and uh, I was dying from my throat. Oh yeah, and uh, and then you hear the 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 hand drums, but. Yeah, and I I've been listening to the soundtrack, the soundtrack by itself, yeah. and I think it, it's a great mix of like ethnic music meets sci-fi. And actually, there's a couple of times when it's like electrical buzz. Like it's a very, it's almost like he's created a new genre that fits this world. And I think that's why it's so. However, I <laughs> I have the same problem with this a little bit that I had with a uh, uh, Greatest Showman when I first saw it. Is there um it's a lot of like it's like anytime you needed to grab your attention it would be the same kind of thing like there was a there was a vocal thing that happened several times and there was a the hand drum like immediate quick and loud kind of stuff which was fine and great i'm not saying that it's bad i'm just saying that after like you know a two and a half hour movie by the last time you hear it you're like okay like 
Can yeah. we move along, please? But I definitely think, and, and I said this last night on take one, <laughs> I yeah. definitely think this is going to be at least nominated for, for an Oscar. It I think it's should up be, there. it should be nominated for, I think visual, mm-hmm. uh, visuals and, um, maybe sound, I think soundtrack, but well, it'd be, I think it'd be best original score. Is yeah. Would be. yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the last duel will win costume design. I think I, mm. the costume in this and this are is, pretty good though. It's fantastic. But yeah. I just think usually period pieces that do as good as the as last, last duel did. did. Yeah. I, I think it'll probably win, but this will get a nomination for sure. I guess that makes sense because there's like a standard you have to meet and last duel definitely met it. Whereas with, with June, yeah. it's like, there's nothing to compare it. Exactly. To. Yeah. 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 But it's, amazingly, done like yes every very, every armor piece well every uh the sand suits all of it was so every well weird done. piece of fabric and a woman's face that they could barely see through yeah <laughs> yeah i did I, and you know talking about the world like worlds that have existed and like kind of dropping us into this this time and space no pun intended um is it's cool that each society had its own like version of how they clothe themselves yeah like the 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 all-woman witch race um like or group like they're the only ones you see have the fabric over their face because paul's mom is one too and she also it's not black but she does wear that same kind of design and the house of atreides all dress like sci-fi medieval like they're wearing armor and then de bautista's planet is all like sci-fi like Star Wars armor kind of thing where they got the big plates in the back and stuff and then the energy shields and um it's all very very well done I think. Oh yeah. 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 And oh. practical. It always looked it all looks very yes. practical. Yeah, it as did. Well. It did. It didn't not, look not nearly like a start like Queen Amidala's stuff from Star Wars, but mm-hmm. uh yeah. but uh I was about I, to I say Star Wars it. is the the king of unpractical <laughs> costume design. <laughs> right. Stormtroopers make absolutely no sense, but they <laughs> I look love that. awesome. Have you seen that image of like someone's head and then a stormtrooper helmet superimposed on it? Oh, eyes yeah. aren't even like where the eyeball no. should be. The, uh, the, the eyes are like looking into way below. I can't visually show you because this is an audio podcast, but yeah, it, it's true. <laughs> um, before we get into spoilers and I guess recommendations, I will say the things that I don't like about the about the movie is... It is extremely slow. It is, it is. like yeah. an ungodly slow pace, but I like I was it's not a asleep. Yeah. I'm not saying it was 100% bad that way. I'm just saying it is a little bit of a knock because it was really slow and yeah. it's that slow a lot of the time is because they're wanting to do these visual shots yes. to like show the emotion of the of the scene and so they'll spend 10 15 seconds to just show the shot with some sound behind it and they'll do that multiple times and i mean that may take up eight or nine minutes of <laughs> of screen time um compared yeah. to like most movies will only do like two minutes or whatever of right. just some scenery shots but um it was gr- i but th- that was definitely one part of it um and there was another and now i can't i agree i think i think the the Greatness of this movie doesn't necessarily lie in the story. I think it lies primarily in the visual elements and the, and the technical aspects of it. Um, I actually find the story a little lackluster, um, which I understand this is a part one, but I feel like 
what separates this from like a Star Wars, well, from just a Star Wars, is this this movie. I feel like does not operate on its own as a solo film. No, it does not. It it is absolutely, and I mean they don't try to hide that, which is fine. I mean from the very beginning it says Dune part part one, one. which <laughs> I was surprised. I was like, yeah, oh okay, yeah. And so I I I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying I think that they could have rather, and maybe maybe this is the wrong or hot take, I guess, <laughs> rather than strictly trying to adhere to the book. And saying we are going to absolutely make this a whatever part series, and this is going to be what we're going to do. Maybe pull some strings and stuff, rearrange some things to make this feel like a complete movie rather than just a part one. I think it, I think it might have benefited almost from it. But like I said, that might that might be a hot take. I don't think I kind of push back on what some people think of it just ending out of nowhere. I, I enjoyed it. Huh? I enjoyed it. That, oh. The last, the last couple scenes, I thought yeah. were really good. Um, I felt like it was a good, sp- like, place to stop. I yeah, I, like I wasn't it, surprised when I went to credits. Yeah, yeah. I and I t- t- looked over at Tristan. And I was like, "This is the end," and then boom, it was the end. And I was like, and I only said that like disappointingly because I was like, "This is where the, the story is really going to pick up here," mm-hmm. and now we have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> it was more of like a. Damn it! Now I have to wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not a. I don't think like this was bad. Yeah, I think everything that happened in the story led to that moment, and they're there, and now we're we're ready for like what the rest of the. A lot of people equate it to like Fellowship of the Ring, where yeah, um, there's still much to happen. Yeah, and like you know that watching the Fellowship of the Ring, but I do think a Fellowship of the Ring is more. The only well, difference there's a, is there's a really big final action sequence, and then it's a really quick, and it's a really quick, um, uh, brain, uh, uh, a really quick decline after that. It, you don't have to wait very long. It's a, this big action thing, and then that's it. And this one, there is an action thing. It's just not nearly as like climactic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the only thing is that the the story is just at least in this one, the story isn't the forefront of the movie, which is really weird because that's never, it's really never the case. The right. story is always the front and center part of a yeah. movie. In this, it's not. Right. Uh, it's more of it's a, a spectacle. Yeah. And the story is more of like a subtle background. Yeah. Um, we just got to tell you this stuff so the next movie makes sense. And just, Yeah. And just to kind of like set up, I think they really just wanted this movie to set up all of the Dune universe. And I think they did that amazingly, but uh, the story just feels like it's in the background for a majority of the movie Mm -hmm. uh, until the last like 45 minutes um, is where you really get some story, but, and then you're done. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, well, I guess we can go to recommendations. Trevor? I think if you have any interest to see this movie at all, even if it's just like a 5% or less, I think you need to take the chance to go see it in theaters. And you need to go see it in a theater in a theater that has a really good sound system because that's where this movie is going to shine is yeah. with the if visual elements. you can elements. hit a Dolby. Huh? I say if you can get a Dolby. If you can get a Dolby, yeah. yeah. We were actually, and Easton and I last night were talking about we need to find a time to go see it before it's out of theaters. Um, but yeah, I think if you have any, any interest in all, you need to go see it in theaters. Don't wait until it comes out unless you have a, 
a really awesome in-home sound system, I guess. But even still, the the visuals are breathtaking. Yeah, Ethan, are you going to ask me? Yeah, I figure we're just going around the circle. Yeah, do you recommend? No, I need you to ask me every time. Okay. Um, I'm going to break your heart, though, and say that I don't really recommend it. Uh, I just don't. Sci-fis are just not my cup of tea unless I can, like, really get into it. And I can't really get into it with this movie because there's not much to get into. And, like, Easton has to, um, like, explain, explain everything to me. At, well, this goes for, like, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. I've seen Lord of the Rings probably five, six times, all of it, and I still couldn't tell you the names of anything. Or, like, I still don't really get everything. You know what orcs are? I know the word. Do you know what Urukai are? No. I don't even know that. So they're just orcs that can survive in daylight. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know. Um, Legolas, Samwise, Frodo, Gimli. Legolas, Gimli, uh, Mary, the short, Pippin. the short guy with the beard, Gimli, Gimli. Yeah, yeah. See, I can get some stuff. Aragorn, but like with Dune, the, like I can't really like. Well, I and I'm curious. I'm curious if. You know, a lot of a lot of words that we have um, from sci-fi movies and medieval movies seem to like. I'm curious, like how much of it is based off English language rather than what is not. Mm. Like a treatise does not even necessarily sound like something that would be in our vernacular, like yeah. or arrakis. You know, like those sound well, arachnid. That sounds like Latin almost. That spider is disgusting, by the way. <laughs> The little hand handsy spider thing. I'm glad you don't remember. <laughs> um, it was awful. Yeah, it's it an arachnophobia. Terrifying. It was awful. Um, but uh, I'm curious, like it's also the size of a small man. Yes. How much like thought goes into these names and like whether or not? Because I know some people. I mean, it, I feel like that you have to walk a fine line between like, do I make this really obvious and just call this like the Latin name for sand? Or do I mm-hmm. do I like take a moment and really try to come up with a unique name for it? And then it's like it's hit or miss. That I saw a tweet I love today. All the names. Yeah. Well, and I do too, but I just don't remember them, oh, and okay. I I want to remember them. Yeah. Uh, somebody said, somebody was like, "There's a Skarsgård member, family member in this. I think he's the big main baddie, um, the guy that floats." <laughs> mm. But I think he. Uh, but I saw a tweet today, and they were like. Oh, this Scarzard member did awesome as Baron, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, did they even say his name in the movie? Like, I don't, I don't remember that at all. Let alone try to spell it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but also you don't need to name everyone. You don't. No. Like just well, having a an evil, like an evil floating pale man. Yeah, I can't that just remember. looks like a bad guy and you know is a bad guy like that's almost enough yeah i can't remember any name to anything sci-fi paul. so i i do remember paul um i remember that zendaya is in this and that oh. her name is zendaya looking great but well hardly in this i guess you're saying you don't know any sci-fi name no i'm saying i do but oh. i i couldn't tell you after watching them like one time gotcha I was about to say, what's the sand planet in Star Wars? 
Shoot, I don't know. Tatooine. See, I know the name Tatooine. I couldn't tell you what it is. It's where Luke and Anakin both grew up. Okay, see, you quizzed me on that when we were watching them. Then we stopped watching them. I forgot everything. It's where the sand people live. But, yeah, that's my problem. So I don't really recommend. I will. Okay, if you. I'm just going to. We're just going to edit all this out of where Tristan doesn't recommend. (laughs) That's so rude. (laughs) If you're like me, I would not recommend this. (coughs) Sorry. If you're like me, I would not recommend this. But when the next one comes out. That's not what I meant. (laughs) And the next one comes out, I will be happy that I have seen this one. Yeah. And you may like it more because it's probably yeah. going to be a little bit more action-based. Yeah. yeah. And sci-fis are just more difficult for me. So. Yeah. I absolutely recommend it. It's an insanely beautiful movie. Um, it does feel a little longer. Like, you do have moments where you feel like it's long. But at other times, you're, like, just flowing through it because of the sound and the uh, and the visuals, like it's carrying you through it quite a bit, and just like trying to take in all of the dense dialogue that you get, like just trying to learn and un- like comprehend all that. Or not comprehend, but really digest it. Uh, takes you along for most of it, but um, yeah, I definitely recommend it. I thought it was really, really good. I'm not gonna say it was a perfect film by any means, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I wasn't like completely enthralled during multiple like parts of of the movie and i think the beginning is great the first 20 minutes or whatever i thought was really good yeah maybe maybe that's because that's what i've read so (laughs) what i will also say if you are into the oscars then you need to see this movie oh yeah it'll be on tons of awards yeah so if you want to know what's happening at the oscars then yeah see this movie yep Okay, well, we are going to uh, cut it to a little break. Uh, We'll be back with spoilers, which should be pretty quick. Um, So go watch the movie uh, and then come back for the spoiler part of the review. All right, we are back. We're back. And ready to talk about Daddy Oscar for another 25, 30 minutes. (laughs) I love the way you say that. Ew. So, well, yeah, we'll just get into spoilers like the, I don't know, like maybe five things that happen that are spoiled. <laughs> um, like I said, this is probably really short. I think 25, 30 minutes is probably going to be too long. Um, so this may be a 15 minute spoiler part, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> we talked, we got a lot of our thoughts out in the general thoughts because uh, there's not a lot. Uh, you can't really spoil much. Um, yeah. So just, is there anything you want to talk about when it comes to spoilers? I really enjoy the, the, the visions aspect of this where he has dreams about the future. Yeah. Cause it's like giving us a, a point of view of things that get excited for to happen. Like, and it doesn't do, I mean, it does a really good job of not explaining to us everything that happens. Like there is a moment where he sees, we see him with Zendaya and he's in like full armor. He's got the little, the, the chur, the, the tross. Are you talking about the suit? The sword. Oh, okay, like yeah. Sacred swords. Yeah. Or the, what's it called? I is it a chiss? I feel I like know. it's a chiss. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, but he's got one of those, and then his eyes are blue, like mm-hmm. to show that like he spent time on the point. I think that's very yeah. cool. And it also shows him getting stabbed by Zendaya. Oh yes, that's mm-hmm. right. Um, yeah, dream. I I think the dream thing was done really well. Uh, like I said, the the 
explaining the spice was done really well. The voice was really good. Like explaining how the voice worked. And yes. I mean, did it for people who that didn't know anything about like the world. <laughs> like you guys know nothing about doing beforehand. Yeah. I knew about dreams. I knew about um the voice. I knew about the shield um and how that worked. Um did all that make sense to like newcomers? I, the energy shield thing made sense to me. That's just because I like sci-fi stuff, and so an energy shield makes sense. That can only be penetrated by slow-moving things. Oh, I don't remember oh, that. You didn't? I no. didn't catch that. Okay, so that's that's what the energy shield is. Mm-hmm. Is that so? Anything fast, fast projectiles um, get uh, deflected. I thought okay. it wasn't like penetrating the shield because. Um, it just it like wasn't gonna kill them, and so no. it didn't get through. No, I was kind of thinking that was it my... glows blue and red. Yes, yeah. so yeah. my thought was like when it's red, it's like this is a weak point in the shield or something like that. Yeah, no. So the blue is just it's deflecting like it should. Yeah. Um, the red means that the the object that is coming into the shield is coming slow enough that it's going to go through the shield. Gotcha. And so that's Which why makes sense why the guys that get got with darts. Are getting got with darts and well, not, like something higher moving. The darts I aren't saw... normal darts. Okay. The darts well, they went like this. Yeah, and that's why. So the dart is it's a special kind of bullet, quote unquote, but it's a dart. And so when it gets into a certain range before its target, it stops. It doesn't stop. It starts moving very slowly to its target, yeah. so it can penetrate the shield. Okay, that makes sense. I that's thought it. the shield was making it do that. No, because I'm, it was... maybe I'm way off here, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And it's the same thing about the bombs that are being dropped under their ships. Mm-hmm. You saw them go down, and then right before they hit, they slow down and they spin really fast, okay. and they kind of like slowly go into the shield and then explode. Interesting. Whereas it's pretty much I, my guess is that like obviously, what's our main in war? What do you usually use? A gun, and gun or bullets are very fast traveling. Yeah. Thing. And so to combat guns, they used they, they came up with a shield and then a bullet is just going to bounce off of it because yeah. it's a very fast moving thing. And of course, like anything, they're going to develop technology that goes around this said shield. Um, but the most effective thing is just hand to hand combat and slowly moving the sword to, to go through the shield and then and then cut. Yeah. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. So, no, I guess it wasn't. Uh, described or like shown as well as to I thought. To be fair, I also saw this at ten forty-five at night, <laughs> so which was true. really eleven fifteen after all the yeah trailers. Yeah, after all the trailers. Um, I feel like this movie had more trailers than normal. Yeah, right. No kidding. Because there were two extra trailers on this one than than uh, the last duel. You so, counted? You counted? Well, just like I saw two trailers in this one that I didn't see in the last oh. duel. So I assume that there were two extra ones. Yeah. Because Batman wasn't oh, in yeah, the last the duel played. and then there was one other one, I think. Oh yeah. Batman. Yeah. Um and then the voice, I think we've all said that that was yeah, done well I, enough. It got I mean I figured I think it out right away in that first scene it does a good job of like, oh, he I didn't realize it was a thing that could be taught. I thought it was more like he has this power and she's helping him to like control it kind of stuff. or she's helping him to train it. Yeah. I it, didn't realize that. it was something I that figured. could be accessed. Well, because the, the witch mama um, does it too. Well, yeah. And he's like, how dare you use the voice against me in my own home? Yeah. Well, the witches are the only people that can use the voice. Okay. And, and, and he's, he's witch. Yeah. He's, yeah. I don't know. They're she not called witch. She was supposed to bear a 
female. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And I don't 100%. She's like, why did you make that happen? She's like, what do you want me to do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My guess is females can like, I, I, I don't. I don't really know. They didn't explain that well enough. I hate myself for saying this. I imagine it's a very hereditary situation where it's like, we need a female. Be married off and go create more of us. Yes. Maybe. What? Anyway, um, the visions? Dreams. Why? Sure. Why didn't he tell her? I would have been freaked out if I was him and I just saw this girl that He's, has been in my dreams forever. I would be like, you're going to kill me. No, I he he understands the dreams and the visions. Like, what? Like, he's probably had them almost his whole life. And, like, that's another, like, that's maybe that's a trait of, like, the male witches or whatever. Interesting. There are no male witches. Well, he is one, so. <laughs> We're calling them witches, but I don't think they're called witches. Were they? I have no idea. Okay, okay. I, I've been supposed- calling them witches because... They dress and act like witches. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I'm but not I, a witch. I'm your wife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's not like uncommon. It, it doesn't seem uncommon. Because she even asked about the dreams without prompting. Yes. So like she knows that it's going to be happening. I figured it was And the, the dream slash visions aren't 100% showing the future. Right. Well, and maybe that's a like maybe it's. I was just going to say what you said. Never mind. Because <laughs> he had a vision uh, before the main fight, the big fight at the end, mm-hmm. that he was going to lose the fight and die. Yeah. And he didn't. And he didn't. Spoiler alert. Well, we're in spoilers. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> okay. Now, I will you wish be honest. Died. Why didn't they come true? I think it's, well, it probably just one of those, like, you can see many possible, much like Doctor Strange in Infinity War. Or yeah. Alice from Twilight. Sure. What? Alice from Twilight can see the future, and it's like the the future isn't can always, like the whole ending changing. battle. Isn't that what's happening? And uh, Tristan, you don't know. You've, you haven't seen him. No, he's shaking his foot. Oh, it's shaking me. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, never mind. Yeah, we're off topic. Yeah. But, uh, nonetheless, I don't. The dreams don't necessarily mean they're going to come true. They're just like blinks into the future or something. But. Into the non-existent future. Possible I'm little, future. I'm a little confused. So did he fight the? Did he fight the guy to like be trusted or for control of the group? Is because I, I like I said it was very late when I saw this, and I may have dozed off for like a second. The man was like, "We, I am going to fight you." No. Okay. Yeah. No. So um, the the mother yeah. bested the the leader of this group. Oh, okay. Um, Wait, how did she do that? What just happened? like held him hostage. So he he bested her in like a little fight uh, because they like she bested him. Yeah, she bested him. And their rules are the strongest is the leader. So you got oh, bested. Yeah. So she needs to be our leader right now. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that's what they said is that she needs to be the leader. And that guy said no. I challenge you. And he was like, we don't need to fight over semantics right now. We need to move. And he was like, no, this is our rules that the strongest lead. And if she can't beat me, then I am the leader. Yeah. And it's a fight to the death. Yeah. And like, they both know, like, and they're like, and their rules, like, yeah, they would know that. So you're not just going to 
challenge him every other week because yeah. you could die. Right. Um, but he just assumed that he was better. And uh, Timothy, or Paul, I guess, Paul yeah. decided to fight in her stead. Yeah, sure. As like her, like, son. champion. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing that he could the die. The champion of the house of Atreus. No, Atreus. he said, yield. Yeah. Yeah, because he wanted him to, he didn't want to kill him. No, he didn't. And but they were the like, rules no. are. I don't think he'd killed anybody up to that no, point. He had he? Not no, he had not killed anybody. He she said, he's never killed anyone before. But the rules like, are, <gasps> there's one person standing. Right. Yeah. I think he and bested that, him pretty easy. I mean, and I got the gist after that of like, okay, he's the leader now. Great. <laughs> I was a little unclear of how they got to that point. Yeah. And but. it was, I think it was also supposed to be like, obviously these... Uh, the uh, Arrakis people mm-hmm. are very strong, very yeah. good fighters, and yeah. he bested one of the good fighters. Yeah. So they were all questioning, Is like they've been calling him like the chosen one. There's yeah. a certain word for it. From the moment he got there. Yeah. And that guy was so nice to him in his dreams. Yeah. Yeah, that I thought was that was weird. funny. They murdered him. Yeah. Um. So... This was, I think it was just also supposed to be a moment of, like, not necessarily, like, getting rid of the doubt, but just, like, showing that he has the capability. Like, he may look like a, yeah. like a scrawny, well, scrawny like white boy from yeah. out of town, but, like, he, he is strong, and he's uh, well-trained, uh, he's smart, uh, and he's willing to do what needs to be done, Yeah, uh, I guess, Took him a little bit because he <laughs> he wanted them to yield, but nonetheless got got the quote unquote job done. So. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so then there's the part where the worm comes up, the scope thing we were talking about earlier, where they're standing in front of the worm. Yeah. Um. And he says he says Thumper. Is that because is that that's him like realizing that the other the woman that was helping that's them had died, thing. right? No. Thumper is a is a machine. Right, but she she put that in the ground. Yeah. And I the, I assume he knew that she had it because he says that when when it gets swallowed and then when the worm worm comes up he can hear it inside the worm. No. No? No. Uh no. As, as one of the people of that clan that that group yeah. put a thumper somewhere else to get, to distract the worm and put it get it to go somewhere else. That's what that noise was. And okay. that's why the guy I said, the "I saved you with the thumper." I gotcha. Okay, that when, makes sense. In all reality, he had already made it to the rocks, and right? Can't, so, like, he yeah, didn't. Yeah. But okay, that makes more sense then. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you something that I liked. Go for it. Thank you. Um, the little dragonfly helicopter yeah. plane thingies seemed real Avatar ish. Those things yeah. are to cool. <laughs> they I were really cool. Them. And how they went into the sandstorm and kind of survived that, I thought was yeah, really cool. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, because then you have to like let go, yeah, or something like that, yeah. Yeah. and just allow the wind to take them instead mm-hmm. of fighting it. Yeah, um, and it, yeah, whiplashed them. Yeah. It did. It whiplashed them real good. Yeah, yeah. I think, spoiler wise, one thing I don't like is that literally everyone dies except for the mom and Paul. Oh yeah, and yeah, like, I was sad when the dad died. Yeah, Daddy Oscar Daddy was. Oscar. It was really hard watching him die in the way that he got got. Oh yeah, because it was the only his own by dude betrayed. Mm-hmm. Who just ended up getting got himself. Yeah, which is was you but could see wasn't that his um, family being held hostage. Yeah, I mean, his wife but was. He, they killed him. Yeah, <laughs> like, 
I like know, you could I'm see that coming like, a mile, like a million miles away. Yeah, I'm saying he didn't do it on his own accord. No, he was right. Being, um, and then how he sacrificed himself and it didn't even really do anything because the guy just walked like I guess floated in the yeah, ceiling up to the ceiling. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he was just crouched in the ceiling. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it was weird. That was Daddy Oscar that breaks his tooth, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then Jason Momoa dies, and the way that he yeah. dies, I thought was kind of weak. But he, he, oh yeah, that fight is pretty intense. No, it's a great fight, but he also it just himself. felt unneeded. Like yeah. they could have all just locked the door and ran off. Yeah. But no, we have to see J- Jason Momoa die. Yeah. Again, we do. Again, Game of Thrones vibes. Oh my goodness! What? He dies in Game of Thrones. Uh, Spoiler alert! I forgot. Somebody here hasn't Thrones. seen it. Okay, what? well, let me tell you something. 98% of the people that you see in Game of Thrones is going to die. So, Oh, that was sad. Yeah. You're so, fine. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's Just really validate <laughs> my feelings. <laughs> that's really all the spoilers. Like I said, there's not a whole lot. I was about to say, the only thing the we really talked about was like the last 20 minutes of the movie. So. Yeah. I did like the hand thing, the little test that Paul had to go through. That yeah. was... When she's like, "This is a poison Freaky. dart that will kill you upon impact." Yeah, stick your hand in this box. Did Did you guys understand what was happening to his hand? It was a test. Well, right? yeah. I figured it was just like it was just um, psychological. Yeah. the The box is supposed to uh, go into like your nerve endings, and oh, uh, it's supposed to feel like your hand is literally on fire and like it's burning and falling off yeah like it tries to show you that with the imagery of like the, the fire yeah <laughs> yeah and i don't think it was done very well um because I, that is in the first 10 pages of the book but i mean so i have <laughs> something that i yeah like there you go <laughs> that was like 20 minutes into the movie and yeah i had read that already well and I mean, it is a staple of dune too like okay that seems huge in the dune well and i mean mm. Regardless of what it actually is, we got the gist of it, though. So yeah. I, was, I wasn't like... Yeah. It's just supposed to show, like... It's supposed to feel, like, more painful than it really... Not just more painful, that, like, he feels like he's losing his arm at that moment. Or right. his hand. Yeah. And I don't think it portrays that well. I think it just, like, shows how much can you withstand pain. But I knew when his hand came out, it was going to be fine. Yeah, I know. But, like... It needs to show like that he thinks that his hand because he has no idea what's going on. This is all yeah. new to him. Yeah. And he sticks his hand in a box and it's supposed to feel like his hand is like yeah. literally I turning to ashes on his wrist. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't I didn't think it it is cool, like but yeah. It was a little saddened because it didn't I don't think it portrayed that very well. Mm. Yeah. It's very dark in this room. It is really it dark is. in here. Um yeah, anything else you guys want to say? Oh, my word. That's a bright salt lamp. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like there is, but I can't. Nah. Yeah. I don't really have. Like I said, the, everything that you need to say about this movie is non-spoiler. Yeah. At, yeah. at the end of the day. Um, other than the fact that everyone dies except for Paul and the mom. Yeah. Um, the, it's that, true. They the, do. The invading scene was great. What? I was a little... I mean, I was impressed, but I guess I don't know what exactly what I was expecting. It just seemed very quick and very just like, which I mean, was it was a surprise attack. And so I don't know why I expected something else. But I remember watching it and being like, well, the doctor put down the defenses. Oh, 
What are those little pills that they have to take at night? I actually don't remember this. Oh. I feel bad because I feel like this entire spoiler section is just been like, Easton, explain this to us. <laughs> well. Happy to do my part. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, it was really fast. But just just the chaos of it was all really well done. And uh, the general dies, which I can't think of his name. Oh, oh that's. right. Here comes yes, I don't remember general. how he dies, though. He dies in that fight. Just in that fight, yeah. Yeah. I, why can I not think of I don't that? even know who I did like about, so. the moment where the Arrakis guy comes in and he spits. Josh Brolin. And um, they're like, they're like, what? And they're like, no, no, no. It's a sign of respect. He yeah. spits because he's giving you moisture. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. And moisture is uh, a hard, like. It's a commodity. It's, yeah. yeah. It's sacred. It is sacred because you don't have a lot of it. Yeah. They, they will kill people and to get the like, moisture from their suit. Oh. And then he just spits back at him. Yeah. Did you think they explained the suits well enough? That the, it collects yeah. the, it, everything oh, yeah. to give them water? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. The only thing you I... sweat and urine. Yeah. I thought disgusting. I thought the suit and everything was really good. I don't think that the way that they traveled was done well. They're supposed to have that sand walk. Sand oh, dance yes. is uh, what they call it. Yeah, because I, I kept... It was inconsistent. I they kept it was expecting somebody to do it. Well, they did. They did. They did it. It but didn't look the same way the whole time, though. Oh, okay. Like they did the sand walk yeah. at, when they were on the flat surface, but then anytime they went up a dune, they would just like normally walk up. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Well, then just trudge on up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, the worm's gonna hear that. Yeah. Like you're supposed the the way that the sand dance is supposed to work is it's supposed to feel like the normal sand going across, like float like. Yeah. Wind is gonna take sand and like move it across the surface of the sand. It's gonna. So you gotta walk like the sand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and they didn't do like they said that they did, but then they walk normally. <laughs> I thought it was funny the like <laughs> my grandfather fought bulls and like all the matador stuff. Yeah, I'm curious if that's going to have an implication later in like later movies or later whatever, because um, it didn't really seem to, like pay off at all in this in this beginning. Yeah, or in this in this part one, I guess maybe it's just supposed to be a symbolic of how like their family. Yeah, like takes on challenges maybe like a bull like a bull and sometimes they die like his grandpa did oh i remember by fighting a bull and yeah dying he had that little statue yeah yeah were his parents married yeah i didn't think mm-hmm. they were because they oh. there's a scene where he says they were i would have married you or something like that oh yeah he says something that made me think that they weren't well they're sleeping on the same bed so well yeah <laughs> Well, I hate to break it to you, Ethan, well, but that like doesn't always together, mean. But... What? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I don't have anything else. That was... Yeah. I I, I really didn't have a lot spoiler wise to talk about. I'm sure the second one will have a lot more, but oh, yeah. when we get it in six years, I hope not. I hope it's a year, but I feel like two years to two and a half years is probably more. Do you think we'll call it Dune Part Two, or do you think we call it something else? Well, I think it'll just be Dune Part Two. Well, yeah. Wait, say that again. I think it'll just be Dune Part Two. I'm gonna see what the if there's a series like if the books all have different names. Oh yeah, but this is just the first book. Wait, there's more than one book. There, it's a trilogy of books. Oh, yeah. oh okay. But, so it's oh my goodness, there's so many. Yeah, there's like nine or there's like nine, ten books. So the first one is trilogy. Dune. That's three. The second I, one is I know. The second one is Dune Messiah. The third one is Children of Dune. The fourth is God Emperor of Dune, Heretics of Dune, 
Chapter House Dune. As far as I know, there's like a trilogy, and the other ones are like there's in different parts and stuff. Like they're not over the same like time period or something. So it looks like one guy did the the first five or six, and then Frank something. Yeah, Frank or Herbert. Yeah, and then Brian Herbert, who I can only assume is probably his son, and then Kevin J. Anderson did the next like dozen. Well, nonetheless, these movies are all over the first book. They're not going into the second books anytime soon. They're still trying to. There's they so have mu- only got through the first 10 pages just like he's saying yeah. <laughs> yeah there's still like it'll take him a while to get through the, the first book is the original movie just one movie yeah that's so, why everyone hates it because it just so do you think that they're just going to do Dune yeah makes sense because a lot of people think that the other books aren't as good oh I understand you that now. the original book is like a like one of the greatest books of all time, and then after that, there's like this all makes sense great. now. Why you said the first forty five minutes was like the first ten pages because they're only doing Dune. Okay. Yeah, I understand. I'm with you now. I understand you. I understand the salt lamp. I understand the things. Sweet. Oh. Okay. Last thing I'll have to say is Zendaya is barely even in this movie, uh, but yeah. she's looking good as always. Sure, but she's like. On the red carpet and everything, and oh. yeah, she's very involved. Her? Yeah, did y'all see her at the red carpet? I looked her up after you said yeah. something. She's gonna be. She in was the, looking good. Am I right? Yeah, she's gonna be. I can't. I can't make. Uh, but she is gonna be a bigger part in the like other movies. But I yeah. know, but I was just expecting a lot more. Based me too. On the trailer. Yeah, I 100 percent was. She was like hardly in it. Trevor it- asked me. After we saw it, how was Indy in the movie? And I'm like, I don't know. She was. She shows in up it. in some dreams. Although, I mean, she's a she, she's money grabber. I mean, like, yeah. if people see well, Zendaya, they're gonna go see it. You you have enough money grabbers. You have Daddy Oscar. You got Timothy Tim Chalamet, Chalamet. You got Dave Bautista. You got Jason Momoa, you and you have Josh Bolin. Okay, Brolin. Yeah, you got everyone. Who, the the lady that plays the wife, she's pretty good. So yeah, who, she's who she? she's popular too. What's her name? Jen- Jennifer something. Rebecca, Rebecca Ferguson. Yep. You got Stellan Skarsgård. That's who it was. I think he's the dad. I think he's Daddy Skarsgård. Okay. So, nonetheless, uh, yeah, that's all I have. So, do you guys want to do your ratings of Dune? Oh eh. shoot, I forgot. I mean, I guess. Okay. okay. Does Tristan need to go first then? No. Trevor, go for it. Four. Four. Five. What? Four out of five. Oh, I thought you said four or five. I'm like, what I did say four or five. Okay, but I meant four out of five. Gotcha. Tristan. Yeah. Two. No. Well, I was gonna say three. I don't <laughs> know. It looked good, but it's not my cup of tea. I'll say. You can say whatever you want. I'll say three. And I'll say three. Three sounds good. Okay. You know what I'm gonna do. A half star? He's going to do a half star, everyone. I'm going to give this a 4.5 out of 5. <laughs> I'm very excited right now. Good job. You're growing. Dune, the movie that broke the... Because, really, the only thing I didn't like about this was I thought the story was a little lackluster. It's not even lackluster, just not, like, there? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's there, but I... Like, I but the it's story just... that's there, I think, is good. It's yeah. just, like... We don't have, they don't give you a lot of story yet. 
Right, but everything else about this movie, that's the way, everything else about it is fan, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, sweet. And every day that goes by, I increases my want to see it again. See it again, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Right now, I think I'm at a 4.5. I don't think it's quite 5. I... (gasps) We agreed. Yeah. I think uh, if, maybe after the second and maybe even third one, I don't know how many they're doing. Uh, maybe after seeing the whole story, this one will make more sense and be a better movie. I'm not sure, but I think four and a half right now, mainly because the story just doesn't feel like it's almost like it's almost not even there for a while. So, yeah. Uh, but everything is, it, it was absolutely fantastic to see and watch. So, um, yeah, 4.5. So two 4.5s and a three, uh, which totally makes sense because it is, uh, a much different style of movie. Yeah. Um, but still love it and still recommend it. So you know what? It didn't mess up my letterbox ratings because it still only shows my one through fives. That's funny. Nice. What? I don't know. Okay. Okay. So that is it for today's episode. Next week I think we are doing last night in Soho. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> uh we might have a bonus episode with Antlers, depending on how good that is. Um with some of our horror movie fan like guests we might have a guest that i know angela is really excited for that movie we should see if maybe she wants to come back on sweet uh yeah surprise someone else even knows what antlers is because usually well I she's said been that. waiting on this movie since mm. it was supposed yeah, to come last out year last year me too yeah yeah because the director i think is why who is I... the director easton tell me tell me right now i'm ready it is scott cooper i don't know who that is uh, he did Hostels, Out of the Furnace, Crazy Heart, and Black Mass. I don't know any of those movies. Well, Hostels is fantastic. It's a uh, that is a Christian Bale uh, cowboy like in- Indians Bale. basically movie, but really good. Cowboys and aliens. Indians. Oh. <laughs> uh, Crazy Heart is a country music movie. Out of the Furnace, I haven't seen that one, so I don't really know anything about it. But it, that has. Christian Bale. Uh, what? I haven't seen this, and it has my favorite guy ever. Wait, Tristan, can you guess who it is? Ryan Gosling. Nope. Oh wait, don't tell me. Um, what's it start with? One of my favorite actors. What's it start with? I can't think. Wait, I can think. Uh, C. Charlie Chaplin. No. <laughs> I'm gonna like hate myself for not remembering this because once you Kate say, Winslet. I'm gonna be like, oh yeah. First name C, last name starts with an A. Caleb Abbott. No, that's my saxophone player friend. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, babe. He has a brother that's also really big and a uh, really big actor. Clay Aiken. Uh, the brother. Cameron. This guy has Adidas. starred in movies like uh, Manchester just, by the Sea. You're just making me it. feel dumb. And a ghost story. I haven't seen it. And assassination oh, of Jesse Affleck. James. Oh, Casey been, Affleck. There Casey you go. Affleck. That's funny because usually you're right on Casey Affleck I know, all the time. I always see. Yeah. It's I been a while since we talked stupid. about the world to come, my guys. Yeah, I. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, see, I knew. So, um, oh, what, 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 out of the furnace. Oh, yeah, it has Woody Harrelson. Casey Affleck and Christian Bale. So I'm surprised I haven't seen that one yet because that's a great cat. And then Black Mass. Anyways, uh, yeah, <laughs> way off topic there, but that's our next w- 
week episode is the last night in Soho, and then maybe a bonus episode of Antlers. So, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll kick it to the plugs. All right, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcast, we would ask that you uh, would rate and review. If you like the podcast, that definitely helps us um, get new listeners. So when a new movie comes out and they search that movie, uh, we'll pop up. So uh, if you like the podcast, just give us a five-star review and just say what you like about it, and we will definitely give you a shout-out on the podcast. All right, get to Trevor for the plugs. You can find... Couch Critics on Facebook at Just the Couch Critics. You can find Couch Critics at Twitter and Instagram at Couch Critics Pod. You can find Easton Moore at those same places, Twitter and Instagram at Easton Moore IV. You can find me at those same places at T Landers Perk. Tristan Moore does the intro theme song, and Graham on Instagram at Graham Jarvis does the artwork for the podcast. Sweet. Uh, so again, thanks for listening to today's episode. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So see you guys next week.